We would like to thank our amazing sponsor, Touring Plans Travel. Their destination specialists are experts in smart travel and are there to help you plan an amazing Disney vacation. Whether you are looking at Disney World, a Disney cruise, or anywhere in the world, they will book you an amazing vacation and it costs you nothing. Their services are completely free. So head over to touringplans.com travel and tell them Rope Drop Radio sent you. Now, on to the show. Helping you navigate the Disney parks. With the hope that it will be a source of joy and inspiration to all the world. You're listening to Rope Drop Radio. Welcome to another Rope Drop Radio. Derek and Doug talking all things Disney Cruise Line. Doug, it's Mm. a trip report and one of my trip reports. Yes, I can't wait to dive in to what you did on board. The Disney Wish. I'm really looking forward to it, Derek. It was a great trip. I'm excited to talk about it on this week's uh, kind of bonus episode that we're doing because I did talk about our Walt Disney World stay before. But yeah, it was phenomenal to get back on a cruise ship. And I got to give a shout out to one of our Patreons. He was on there with me, and that's Derek Huff. Great name, by the way. And thank you, Derek, for uh, dropping off some gifts and just having some time on board. You You're are a big awesome fan of Huff, huh? I, I am. Yeah, Huff. Yeah. Just, I get it. <laughs> Sorry, I'm good. It's, anyway, uh, and thank you to all of our Patreons. In fact, we had uh, Matt Stout upgrade in our Patreon community. So thank you, Matt. And then thank you to all of our Patreons who support the show and uh, get all the great bonus content, including the most embarrassing episode ever, which was on last week's episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hopefully everyone enjoyed that, Derek. All right. Let's read some Apple reviews. Well, not some. One. But uh, thank you to everyone that leaves them. Thank you to everyone that listens so they can leave one. This one's from north of the border. It's from Canada, and it's by 12345duck6789. That is now my favorite ever name. Just letting you know. Just duck right in the middle of the numbers. I don't know. Maybe I didn't read it right. Maybe it's 12,345 duck 6,789. No. No, I, no, this okay. is, I, I got it. Off I, I, the rails, off the rails. Mighty Ducks, Throw let's the light go. preserver, we're overboard. All right. One of the best. I have never left a podcast review, but for these guys, I had to. Their conversations are fun, lighthearted, and so informative. As I plan my first trip to WDW, this is my go-to source for Disney. Awesome. Well, thank I you like for it. that review. It's great. Uh, also, yay, Canada. Some half Canadian. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Keep them coming. This I, is a good one. That was a good review. Also, Derek, it makes me nervous when I read one like that. Like, I hope he has other sources too. Than us? Yeah, so they know that there's more than Pizza Rizzo at the Hollywood Studios and Pop-Tarts. And like more than Gaston Cinnamon Rolls. I, you know, I just worry. I'm sure there's that they listen to others. Um, but I'm or glad maybe they listen to book. us. Yeah, know. there just you go. Listen to Unoffi- us while listen, reading a book. You know, read the unofficial guide. There, there you, you go. go. We're in there cover too. Cover to cover. Cover to cover. And that'll get you everything. So, uh, Doug, you have some news, speaking of cruises in this week's episode, that you want to share. Yeah, so we are going to have a spinoff show. So it's not going to be the regular Rope Drop radio feed. We're going to have a new show coming out in the next couple months. Hard to say when, but it's going to be Rope Drop Cruising. So if you really enjoy our cruise content, there's going to be more of it. And it's going to be me along with Michelle and lots of guests. Lots of guests. That's going to be a goal, but we'll cover and cruise And like once news. a year, Derek. Yes, absolutely. Oh, maybe even more. Who knows? Who knows what will happen when a, cru- when a show starts, but Rope Drop Cruising coming to a podcast player near you. 
Yeah, Derek has learned quite a bit. And I think I said this on my last cruise report. I am a parks guy over a cruise guy. Yeah, so let's start your trip report. With yep. Set the stage. What is your cruising history, just so everybody knows where you're at? This is my fourth cruise altogether, third on DCL. So I've been on the Dream and the Magic, and we thought, hey, let's do the Wish. It's a new mm-hmm. ship. Uh, we had two fantasy cruises canceled because of COVID, so would have loved to have been on more for sure. But yeah, we're still newer, younger, silver in the Castaway Club. Um, but we do enjoy Disney Cruise. I do, of course, like the parks a whole lot more, as we'll probably end up discussing throughout this show, because there are some areas of cruising that do not fit Derek's uh, extroverted lifestyle. But uh, I do enjoy it. And guess what, Doug? We already booked the 10% off, and we will do another one within the next year or so. Just got to figure out where and when and how and what ship, where do you do? Yeah, we all know the, all what ship we want. We know oh. that's the thing. The ship we know Wait. is locked in. Is it the fantasy? Fantasy, because okay. we had two of those canceled. My wife wants to do it. I want to do it. We have a couple friends who say it's their favorite ship. That is, no matter what, that is the ship we're getting on next. I've said it's my favorite ship for a while. Yep. I, now it's shifted to the magic, I think. I shift around. I'm Usually my favorite ship is, is one the one that I'm you're on. On, yeah, so, yeah. I mean, the Wish was my favorite ship for three days straight. It was great for four. I did four nights. You did three. Four. I got, got four. Yeah. I did. I beat you by a day. All right, well, let's get into this. Who all went? Because you have the father daughter yep. or daddy daughter, as you say. I say father daughter. It's a dialect thing. You're Canadian. I think that's where that comes Maybe. from. I don't know. Derek, um, Doug, daddy, daughter. It's all a D thing for me. See, I guess I like to. Yeah. Anywho. So it was the whole family, correct? Yeah. All five of us went. So 10, 9, 4. Those are my kids' ages. And of course, my wife, who loves cruising, by the way, uh, and and is already. Oh, you're lucky. She almost tried to book a cruise with Michelle uh, tonight. So she has already texted me as we're like talking right now, three different itineraries, one that's almost 10 grand that I'm like, no, we're, we're not doing that. She's like, <laughs> but you we get 10% off. off. Yes, I know, yeah, honey. The, yeah, that's safe. No. You, the more expensive it is, Derek, the more you save. Yeah, I'm well aware. But yeah, so uh, uh, if it was up to my wife, we'd be on another ship very, very soon. In fact, she has one over Christmas time she wants to do. I'm like, no, we're not doing that. All right. Well, we're not going to bore anybody with the logistics of getting to the port. All we that. all got there. That's we the key. Got we there, won. We got on board. Onto the ship. First impressions walking into not the atrium, but the Wishes Grand Hall, Derek. Wow. Just wow. Probably one of the uh, best jaw-dropping Walt Disney World moments I've had, or Walt Di- or just Disney moments I've had. Um, it It's massive. It's exactly what they needed to do on a ship um it set the energy the tone it's the three stories yes you have characters up there i thought it was phenomenal and definitely the best way disney cruise has done to get you excited as soon as you get on board it was you got on board like two-ish right Close two, to two? Yeah, two o'clock on the dot. Okay. Our room was already ready when we um, got on board. Were they handing out wands? Yes. In the yes. Hall? Okay. So they they don't skimp on that. No. Nope. Handed it out. No, did I stepped on one today. It hurt my foot. Oh, that will do that. Um, did they, you stick around in the grand hall to like wave the wand and say yes, we did. whatever? Yep. Okay. And thoughts on that little welcome, how do you do? I thought it was thing. perfect for what they needed it to be. I, I thought it was a lot of fun. Rapunzel was there. 
and they, they it just gets the cruise going, gets you in that Disney state of mind right away. And then the first bit of getting on a cruise ship can be kind of hectic. You, you got to either find food or you got to go try to book a reservation or you go to room, you're looking for your luggage. So we're going to bypass that. Yes. Nonsense, right? For the record, you gotta we got all those things drill. done. Yes. All done. Um, muster drill, first time doing the electric muster drill. Took right? 10 the seconds. Virtual. It was great. Loved it. You go find it, open your app, scan the picture, yep. and like check. A cast done. member was standing right there and literally almost did it on my phone for me. It was phenomenal. Right. If you can't get it done fast enough, yes. they're just like, give me your phone. Yep. And, and then it's like, done. I love it. And that started, you know, when the restart started in I hope it stays I, like that forever. I hope they don't ever get rid of it because it's one of the greatest things. Better than go everybody going at like 3.30, standing in a line, yep. baking sun. It's no fun. All right. Let's talk about some things that I did not experience on The Wish that you did a little differently because of the makeup of your travel party and just your personality. So let's go with the kids' clubs to start. I walked through them all, pictures of them all, huge, great, beautiful – how about the kids? It's been a while since it your has kids been. have been in them. Yep. So how how did it go? What did what was the pluses, the minuses of the kids clubs? Uh, the pluses, they did a great job theming them, decorating them. I thought they were really cool walking around and touring. Of course, Marvel and Star Wars, mm-hmm. huge highlights for myself and my children as well. Uh, they are very compartmentalized, so mm-hmm. literally they are compartments, so they can shut them off. Yep. Um, I thought that was really a interesting choice. It's so you can do the outside meet and greets. Yes, I, it worked great for me as an it adult. Works great I for could you, go meet Chewbacca. It really upsets the children who want to be in that room during that time. It's not all about the children, Derek. It, it's a kids' club. It's all, it's about, not the all about the children. So I really like picked my kids' brains and the uh, our, our table mates and other people who were on board. And for the older kids, like we'll take my son Declan. He's nine. He is obsessed, and by obsessed, I mean obsessed with Star Wars. I thought he would be in the Star Wars area like all the time. But after he did the one thing that you could do in there, which is like creature encounter, he was done. He's like, I've done it. There, There's nothing more. And then they shut it off to meet Chewbacca. And he's just like, I'm bored. And so I, I really was hoping and, and I talked to a few other people on board that the kids clubs were doing more to provide, especially for the older kids. My four-year-old loved it. Loved, loved, loved the kids clubs. Huge win for him. Uh, his favorite, I asked him, he enjoyed Captain Hook, I guess, came down there and did yep, some things with sure. the kids. So I didn't understand exactly what happened, but I knew Captain Hook was there. Um, and the Marvel area was pretty good, except when they had to shut it off for Spider-Man. But they did do like a make your own cape and make your own hero thing. But I just feel like there should be more. And I felt like in this may have just been our cruise. It was understaffed. Yeah, staffing is going to have peaks and valleys yep. with uh, the old exposures and everything. And the the one area I was really interested in that the older for the older kids. Now, Declan is much like myself, an introvert. Yep. So, and a lot like Alden. Alden at that age was not a fan of the kids clubs um, at all. And now he basically lives in one on the cruise ship now that he's in five. So it's funny how that switches, but. Um, the Imagineering area where they have, like, the build-your-own-rides, mm-hmm. any of the kids tackle that? Declan did a little bit, but it sounded like there's just there's just not 
enough staff to facilitate the amount of kids needed to get into the ride. So he did do a little bit of his own ride thing, but there's only two mm-hmm. like two ride vehicles. two vehicles. And if you have X amount, so the first night there was, you know, they said 850 kids on board and almost all of them are down there. They don't have enough staff or ride facilities to uh, help those kids. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of the first time we were on the Dream when they had the Millennium, Millennium Falcon. Millennium Falcon, exactly. Right? Like yeah. Alden, just did you fly it? No, people just kind of kept going around me. Yep. Like yep. There's sun, no line. There's just it, mass hysteria. Right? And so your extroverts or introverts gonna struggle. Yep. Extroverts are gonna you know go to the front, make a friend, best friends for life. So. um Let's see. You didn't use the nursery. Did you go through the nursery? Were I did. To... For the record, so we've used the nursery on the other ships, mm-hmm. and this nursery is 100 times Whoa. better than I've – like. Huge. My wife was like, if we had another baby, and I'm like, shut up right there, <laughs> honey. Um, but, like, you know, my niece was just born, and so if Somebody. we ever want to take yeah. her on a ship. But, wow, 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 wow. If you have a little one, and I'm talking, like – year and a half younger this is the best nursery at sea any ship any cruise line by far yeah uh, just the murals on the walls were amazing i mean the i, I got to talk to some of the staff members and i'm like i trust you with my child and i've just met you yeah why not Derek? yep why not now uh, olivia could do edge and the Oceaneers Club, what did she prefer? So first day she did Oceaneers, uh, and she enjoyed it, but not enough to where she wanted to go back. She felt like she was way too old for our cruise gr- uh, group, a lot of younger kids. Mm-hmm. So we moved her into the edge on day two. She really liked the edge, but also felt like she was too young for that. And so she was in a weird limbo area. So by day three, my nine and 10 year old pretty much just ran amok on deck, switching from pool to pool, going from the aqua mouse and the other slide. Um, but I do know that the next ship we get on, she will be full on in the edge. Mm-hmm. And um, just to sidetrack on my show, I made a comment about the edge which I believe you kept hearing about. I did. We're going to talk about that. Your joke came up multiple times on this trip. I can't believe how many people on board listened to our trip report. When I said rope drop radio, they brought up you. You are semi-famous on the wish, Doug. Yes. Well, that's because I know where we should put the edge, and it's not where they put it. So, go, yeah, go listen to the the other wish show. Um, So, what... I guess with the edge and the vibe, um, I will say this: the first night, it's critical. Yes, I realize that it's right the away. icebreaker the stuff. Yep. You have to you you force your kid whether they want to or not. You go that first night to the icebreakers. Otherwise, they're just going to be that weird kid that showed up late. Like, did you not get on the cruise on time? Type of thing, you know, yep. which. I don't know if that's possible. Hindsight, I wish I would have just put my daughter on edge right away. Yeah. Uh, but I really wanted her to be down in Oceaneers because this was the first time my four-year-old could be in it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, hey, I need you to be a big sister. I, you know what, I should my extroverted four-year-old had no problem. I was going to say, he he can play on his he own. He wanted to go. Like, he was kids. at four years old. It's like, I want to go to play area. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why wouldn't I know. What annoys me is when they text you, hey, he wants to be picked up. And I'm like, I'm trying to watch Thor. Right. Yeah. I wish there was a way that you could tell him, like, 
yeah, I'm not coming to pick them up. Just ignore them for the next yes. three hours. But yep. he'll I also understand it. they, yeah, he'll, he'll ask and then he'll forget. Yep. So, all right. So kids clubs, yay, nay, little of both. Little of um, both. It's an amazing space. I think more things are coming content wise. It's just, there just wasn't. Slow so that going. was the thing that really frustrated me is I remember on the other ships, the itinerary having so many more things to do for kids. Like we never had a Pluto's pajama party or anything like oh, that we did see we didn't on have ours. That ours nope so maybe pluto was quarantined uh actually pluto was never on the ship so well I never there saw you go P- yep pluto was quarantined so we never had pluto we never had ray we never had a bunch of other things so it was just it seemed like i said it seemed short-staffed because there was not that many things happening quarantine we didn't have cinderella so you, oh, we had, you Cinderella, had Cinderella. So I did have her. So yeah, it, it's going to vary from cruise to yes. cruise right now. And then they should be good for 90 days. Hope so. Right. Um, <laughs> that's a whole nother thing. All right. Um, let's move on to something that I walked through very quickly, yeah. took some pictures, got out. That is the spa. You and your wife enjoyed some time there. We what did. did you do? We did the rainforest room. It was phenomenal. We actually went and got a day pass. The reason why I, we got... I think calling it a room is disrespectful to it. It at is. This point, it is right? it, you're right. They it need to change the name. Is massive. Deck. Yeah. It's so huge. I do got a shout out to Wes, the DCL dude. He had me do some uh, recon for him while we were while I was on board. And uh, while I was there, I was like, oh, I, I was at the spa. And I was like, you know what? $79 is not a bad price for a day pass. And at the exact same time Wes is texting me, my wife is texting me. She's like, I'm in the adults only area. There's not any room in the pool or at the lounge. And I'm like, hey, I'm at the spa. Come. And this is on me. your C day, correct? On our NASA day. NASA day, which yes. is eh, kind of like a C almost day. a C day. NASA day. That's what I called <laughs> it. Uh, and uh, she came down. We got the day pass. My wife spent uh, four and a half hours. I spent probably three hours, whether it be in the sauna, steam room, cold sauna, yeah, or cold. just in the beautiful lounge, heated lounge chairs, or best of all, the out, outer deck area, which had great lounge and then two hot tubs, which we met a listener in one of the hot tubs who actually said that uh, your joke about putting the kids in the Tinder boat alongside who are edge and vibe was one of the funniest things she's ever heard on a podcast and almost made her fall while running. So we don't want injuries. No, but she laughed so hard that she tripped and uh, almost got injured. So that happens. But yeah, I thought it was so neat that the other person in the hot tub with us was actually a listener. Yeah. Small ship small world i was really impressed with the cold room i wanted to try that out but we just didn't we didn't really have time three nights three nights way too fast yep four is still short but you get a little more time the the great thing about the spa was really it's what should be more for the adult only area like it just you want that adult only time on this ship, the spa is where you're going to have to get they have it. Monetize the square footage. They really the, have. Uh, what I mean, when you're building something new, you got to pay for it, right? That's true. And uh, there's lots of other little things that we might mention later on that do that. Um, but overall, great experience. Did they Phenomenal. try to like pressure you no, into not, massages no, nope. and other stuff? Nope. Literally, we came in, we booked the rainforest. That was it. And that is what we did. And it was phenomenal. Prices per person. Yep. And it's the whole day. Whole day. So we got it about 930. 
And then my wife went back right after lunch, and then we both went back at about eight o'clock at night. Nice. Yeah, it was it it was well worth it for especially the stress that we had getting on board and and just the wanting that adult only time. It was the perfect place to be. Is it all co-ed? Yes. I mean, okay. different locker rooms, locker of course, rooms. but okay. yes. And and what's crazy is my wife and I were the only ones in the steam room. We were the only ones in the sauna. We were the only ones in the cold sauna. We were almost the only ones in the hot tub, except a listener came in. And you know what? That makes it more magical anyway. There you go. I like it. Um, overall thoughts on the the whole census area? Best spa out of all the ships. This is by far away. Not the best workout facility. The workout I no. was a little disappointed in, but overall spa-wise, best spa. Yeah, they took away the amazing view, view of the I gym. Know. I but I've never understand why they're gonna give treadmills the best view on the ship. Essentially, like put a restaurant or something yeah. or a cabin there. the The treadmills always got premium. The people running probably appreciate the view, right? But it's still kind of yeah, you can do better. So very cool spa. That was a a win. So we're gonna go from relaxing at the spa to stuffing our face which i think every time i texted you derek you were eating to where i don't even know what meal you were having yeah that sounds about right yeah yep. so let's start with the the non-main dining rotation food the uh marceline market and the food on deck what did you enjoy? What did you try? You can't try it all. Oh, I tried it cruise. all. Don't, oh, even, don't okay. even talk to me. My I bad. tried it as much as I could. Uh, I did like Marceline Market. My kids loved it. Uh, they love the buffet. It's not really a buffet buffet, but mm -hmm. uh, where you can pick what you want. It, it's not a buffet like Animal Kingdom is not a zoo. Yes. There you go. Okay. They're still serving you. You can't serve yourself. Yeah. That's what I'm getting at. Gotcha. Uh, so we ate there quite a bit, but I really enjoyed the um, the other side of the deck, the Mickey's. Um, oh, I'm blanking on the name, Doug. It's the food uh, food festival festival of, food. festival of foods. There you go. Uh huh. Which, Mickey's so, friends. So I yeah. called it whatever it was. So I was like, when when my wife would be like, "Hey, where you're going to go eat?" I say, "Donald's knockoff Chipotle." That is how I quoted it, and that's how I'm going to keep quoting it because Donald's knockoff Chipotle was phenomenal. You ate there three times. I ate it's, there twice. That's a good name for it. It I, is. And you can spice it up with the salsas at the end it was a great. little bit. I was amazed at different cheese choices. Even. Yeah. There's like two different cheeses. Chipotle it's doesn't have the, two different that cheeses. That line was ridiculous, but you know what? It was totally worth it. And then you have Mickey's knockoff Famous Dave's, and I thought that was really good. <laughs> I, I ate there, and I was like, you know what? This is better than I expected. All our Midwest listeners just laughed. It did. Um, yeah, that's a great name for it. It is Knockoff Famous Dave's. That's I what think... my wife said. Where are you eating? I said, Mickey's Knockoff Famous Dave's. It was nailed did it. Did you have it more than once? I just had it the first time. Okay. Yeah. I was going to see if the consistency was pretty similar from the first time to the the second time. Yep. Um, that That's the one thing I wish could kind of compare, mm -hmm. you know, like, did I get a good batch or a bad batch or are they going to be pretty consistent? I thought the brisket was good. What was your favorite thing at the knockoff Famous Dave's? The brisket was better than I expected. It wasn't the best brisket no, I ever had no, no, by no. far. It's, it's counter it's, service. It, it's better right? than, than some of the other briskets. I mean, it wasn't, you know, dry. It, it had a decent mm -hmm. pull test. It had a smoke ring. So it actually tasted pretty good. And the pulled pork was good as well. Would you put it on par with Regal Eagle? 
I think I would put Regal Eagle still above it, but not far. Okay. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and the fun thing about all these different food booths, if you get really creative, I mean, you can get a bun from Goofy's and then go put your pulled pork yep. on your bun and there make you yourself go. a sandwich. Yep. Um, you could throw the pork on your burger. You know, and good. Lots of options. You, I actually I, got a, a slice of pizza and then went and stood in line for the knockoff Chipotle. The pizza I mean, wasn't bad, by the way. No, and it's different than every other ship. I I did not have a slice. It was not bad, but it wasn't wasn't better than Derek Pizza, right? Well, of course. Yeah. So much where better we, than Pizza Fari Pizza, though. Where? <laughs> but literally, where, there's no where line. Where would Olivia like, rank it since she said Connections Eatery was number one? She liked it on board. We actually she did? got yeah. She so I don't. I'll have to ask her where she yeah. ranks her Disney pizza. I need to take her to Viennapolis. That's that's next. Oh yeah, that's yep. easily gonna be number one after. I mean, never mind. Yeah. She, I, I, I never understand she, my daughter. She put Don't, something ahead yeah. of your pizza, so it, it happens. False. So Chipotle, sorry, Donald's. Yep. And then you got the pizza, which yep. is Daisy's. Yep. And you have, um, which is kind of like knockoff Blaze, but not quite bit. as good. Not quite as good as Blaze. The dough is not there, right? Yeah. Um. And then you got your knockoff Famous Dave's with, with Mickey's barbecue. And then Goofy's is just, I mean, it I, is I called it knockoff as, fast food. So it was it's just, just fast, fast food, food burger. Yep. Burgers, fries, chicken strips, uh, chicken sandwich. They have a spicy chicken sandwich and a tofu thing. And uh, do they have a hot dog? Yeah, they, they had a hot dog because my yeah. kid ate a hot dog. Yeah, that's where you go. You feed your kid the hot dog and yep. you feel sorry for them yep. while you eat food that actually has flavor. Mm-hmm. Um, what meal, where did you eat breakfast on the ship, Derek? Always Marceline every time. How was the crowds when you went and what time were you going? Uh, because I'm up at the crack of dawn on a ship since I, mm-hmm. I was literally the first. So I ate two breakfasts. I would go yes. by myself. Like I said, every time I texted you, you were eating. Yep. So I would eat breakfast by myself at Marceline Market and I'd As walk around, should. take pictures. And then I'd go back to the room, awkwardly wait for children to wake up. Usually I, I would take, you know, at least one kid back up to eat. In fact, one day I did three breakfasts because I was like, oh my gosh, I got to take all my kids up eventually. So, uh. Marceline, Mar- it was good. I, I got the omelet the one time. Actually, I thought mm-hmm. it was pretty good omelet. Where they give you the little number, number you take and, it to your yeah, table. put on my table, and it didn't take them that long to get there. Uh, the donuts, my kids got every time. The muffin was good. The eggs, the scrambled eggs were not that great. Bacon's not that amazing. I did get a breakfast burrito thing mm, yeah. one day. That was one of the most amazing things I've ever eaten in my life, and I wish I could have the recipe on that. I imagine you make a mean breakfast burrito, Derek. I do, I just but this that. one, I, I have actually a really good, I have a special recipe that I've been, yeah. But this had like a really interesting sauce that I'm like, ooh, what is it? It's like a Chipotle type sauce. I was like, I never even, this is good. It's not just like a salsa in there. Yeah. Like it a was Chipotle phenomenal. style. It was only there one day. So they borrowed it from Donald's. I, they must have. It was great. So uh, I, I did like how they kind of changed it up a little bit each day. Mm-hmm. So you had a little bit different things. And then I did get the uh, breakfast fried rice one time just to try it oh, for no reason. And what was, is that? It was literally just fried rice. Okay. With a lot of egg. <laughs> At breakfast time. At breakfast time. So it That's was all right. So, I, so uh, our cruise director said the only way you're going to pay off this cruise is by eating as much as you could. And I mm-hmm. ate as much as I could, Doug. 
That's true. You did. And uh, you did. survived. To t- I think I also asked you how many Tums you took with you. Because um, you usually just steal my Tums yeah, I when do. we travel. I did. So I was worried. I, I, I was at, um, not going to lie. By day three and a half, I got a little bit worried. My stomach was like, Derek, what are you doing? <laughs> and I was like, you got to get me through one more day, guy. Come on, let's go. All right, let's go into the main dining rotation. That's where the, the uh, piece de resistance yeah. of any cruise ship, right? The, yep. the dinner. Dinner service is important. Um, you started, your first meal was in Marvel, it I believe. It was. Correct. And yep. were you at table um, 407? No, I was at 106. Thank goodness. I know. Also, I got commented by two different listeners on board that you saved them, and they knew our show because of that. And and that was like the first thing they did was check on. Hopefully, Table 407 doesn't exist anymore. I looked for it. Like, I physically you, couldn't understand where it is. You can't find it yeah. because it's where the high chairs should be kept. Yeah. That's Close where Table 407 is. It's like, crap, we have one more table. Ah, get rid of the high chairs. Just stick this there. Yep. That's table 407. So I one what was your table? 106. And it was a great table. Great table. We had an awesome family join us uh, uh, for the dinners. So uh, that was great. And um, we uh, started in Marvel. And I got to say, Marvel was one of the most unique dining experiences I've had. Uh, the food was terrible. And the show was very unique, but it's very dated. And so I really want to know what they're going to do in a couple of years. Like with this. in three years when some of those characters are exactly. no longer under contract or they're, they're now villains or they're now who knows where their stories are headed. Right. I was it's, really I was like, it's, it's such a cool idea, but like literally shoehorns them in just like they did with the uh, Star Wars. With Galaxy's yeah. Edge, it's. Yeah, so it's going into the next phase where I think one thing they're thinking about is there's going to be a Captain America movie, yep. right? Yep. And there's definitely an Ant-Man and Wasp movie. Yep. And then you have the Marvels yep. coming out, which is going to so be Miss Marvel and Captain years. Marvel. You got it down. They're yep. just, they just kick the bucket. They're like, we'll figure they, this out down the road. They're going to need to start brainstorming with Kevin Feige on what's next, yep. like, in a month. Because that's how far out they have to plan that stuff. But I... Hey, the real actors. Yep. And I thought it was good. I, I it enjoyed funny. it. I enjoyed it for what it was. The food was terrible. I got to tell you what, the restaurant was very tight. Like, I oh. felt like I was back to back. I mean, elbow to elbow with my children. But, like, I just, it was very, very crowded in there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And after two years of not being crowded in places, it's I was not expecting even more it. alarming, yeah. right? Yep. Um, yeah, they did not dedicate more square footage to their main dining halls. No, they ship. did not. No, yeah, we'll they, keep going into that. And it's kind of weird how um, two of them are divided in half. Yeah. Like, don't go in the wrong one, folks. Uh, yep. It's just an extra thing for the staff to have to... deal to, with, yes. Like, oh, sorry, you're in the wrong side. Yep. I wonder how many people, like, went to the bathroom from Marvel and went back to the wrong half. Like, kids are wandering around looking for their table. Yeah, could have been. Oh, we'll never know, because that kid's still lost. So, you weren't impressed by the food at Marvel. Uh, what did you get? The steak? Steak. I got, yes. I'm got. i just going to... I got the steak at every meal, because why okay. not? I. Why not? Did yep. you only order one entree, sir? Uh, on Pirate Night, I ordered two. But we'll get to that. So, just one usually... 
Yeah. Like, you and Madison never got, like, a third entree just to, like, poke with your fork and see if it's better. We did with appetizers oh, on a couple okay. things. So I, we're, we're, like, third ap- third entree type people. We're usually not third appetizer type people, so we're different well, kind I of people. I ate there. so much during my, like, four breakfasts and three lunches that, honestly, I wasn't super hungry by our 545 dinner time. That's true. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. So, Marvel, show good... Food, food miss and mm. i got that from other people as well yeah it's you're not alone yep all right um i don't even remember what i ordered there that's how that's memorable bad. it was okay. yeah yeah i know i could eat most things so that was good i was worried marvel they'd make everything green to be like whole oh how about the naming of the food at marvel were you expecting like hulk burrito or something? i thought that I mean, would be fun Why right not? like yeah. it was just named food it was just yep. regular now the desserts had creative names but it was like we're only going to create the creative people to name desserts well that's because that they, they made it big and they brought out one giant cookie and one giant cupcake and then i'm like where's my giant cookie yeah and then they brought you miniature miniature yeah i was so that might have been the second worst cookie you've eaten in 2022 it was well they got me the wrong dessert and i just ate mine and didn't even talk to them about it mm-hmm. Did you try the little cookies that they I, brought? No, out? I no, we didn't oh, get. They any were, li- oh, yep. you didn't get any we little didn't get cookies. Any little co- no, none of one. We they, got mini cookies, but we also didn't see Ant Man and the Wasp like the people walk through. Did you? No, we didn't. That either. evidently they are now again. Oh, okay. Yeah, I probably probably quarantine. Yes, Cruise hysteric. I don't know. I'm realizing this the more and more. Yeah. Yeah, the the quarantine is an issue on cruise ships. I yeah. So anywho, so Arendelle. Great meal. Showstopper, show. right? Loved it. Great table. Uh, you know, this is entertainment 24-7. You know, you have Anna and Elsie. You have Olaf. You have singing and dancing. Uh, I had a prime rib that was top three prime ribs I've ever eaten, which Oof. is saying a lot because I have that a high is. standard. I make my own prime rib. Uh, I have a high standard for prime rib. and I was So like, what's crap. your list of prime rib? Derek's prime rib, Misty's prime rib. Actually, What's no, Mis- no, Arendelle's above Misty's. Oh, my gosh. I don't know, I know. if you're a Nebraskan, Derek. I know. I know. Uh, there's a place in Omaha. I'll have to look it up. A, like, hole-in-the-wall steakhouse. I'm like, holy Rots? crap. No, I'm going to look no? it up. Uh, I'll look it up. Right. It's, uh, um, and then Coop's Corner, the restaurant I worked at for a little while, had the best prime rib. Because it was your prime rib? No, actually. Oh, okay. I still don't understand to this day how they made that prime rib so good. Crack. That's I think so. But yeah, it was right. a really good prime rib. Um, the entertainment was phenomenal. It, it just overall. How about was... Oaken? The... Oh, he was hilarious. The host. Yeah. You, yeah. The kids into the show? Two of the three. <laughs> which which one was my, not? Oh my gosh. My Declan, my kid who loved Marvel and hate, he just kept hitting himself in the head and he goes, I need to let this go. Like I'm done. Jeez. He just was ready to be done with that whole restaurant. As soon as he could get out of there, he's, he doesn't love frozen at all. I think, uh, also, the show he was is... livid that we had to eat there two nights in a row. Oh, cause your pirate night was also in Arendelle. Yes, it was. Yeah. Yeah, where the food is different than yep. the other time. And how was your meal? No prime rib at Pirate Night, right? I got two uh, <laughs> meals at, uh, at Pirate Night. I got the jerk chicken, which was mm-hmm. not good at all, dry, and mm-hmm. the rice thing was not that great. And then I did get a, a, a beef. Um, that was pretty good. 
you know, same cook, I think, from the night before cooked it. So I think it, we're still good. But um, Pirate Night disappointed me so much because – and our, our waiter was phenomenal because he came up to me right away. Uh, since I am dressed up, by the way, Doug, I – Unlike you, I dress I up for Pirate Night, and I go all out. And and our uh, our host comes up to us and goes, "Just so you know, we do not have any pirate gear. We don't have our show. We have a lot of things that we'll be adding to the wish, but we're not doing it tonight. I think it's only the second pirate, true pirate night that they've right. done. They only and, do them on four nights. So and so they apologize. I got apologized to so many times on on that, knowing that you could just tell by I'm ready for the pirate show. And it was just a complete swing and miss because they were truly not ready. Also, how are you not ready for wardrobe and all the things you knew the ship was coming two years ago? Because Janet in like logistics, like got a different job and left and people didn't realize what Janet did. Yes. I, I, I was just right? so dumbfounded. So, and on top of that, so they're like, what would you like to drink? I'm like, it's pirate night. I want a beer. And he goes, okay, what beer would you like? And I was like, I'll take this one. He goes, we don't have it. I'm like this one. We don't have it. This one. We don't have it. Five. There's six or seven beers on the menu. They were out of five, Doug, five come, gone. Like kegs are, they don't have them on board. I, your cruise must have really been boozing it up on I night guess. one, Eric. I don't know. So yeah, I, I was like, finally, I just look at our our uh, drink guy and I just go, "Bring me a beer." I don't even care which one at this point. Just find a beer for me. It's pirate night. All right. And and you got one. I got one. There you go. It's either beer or rum. That's how you get through a pirate yep, night, right? Exactly. Uh, my wife actually did get the rum drink that they had. All right. Before we finish, no, no. Let's finish with eating here okay 1923 this is i'd say the fanciest restaurant on board by far split in half so you when you look at your app it tells you whether you go to roy or walt don't go to the wrong one don't be that guy all right and uh it it doesn't really matter if you get roy don't be like oh we have roy i wanted walt literally it's just left instead of right it's there's different stuff on the walls, which you're not going to have time or the space to look at. Yeah. Wow. They they definitely pack you in tight in that restaurant. Yeah. So um, what did you get at 1923? The famous filet mignon. That mm-hmm. was one of the best meals I've ever had on a cruise ship or Disney property. I was shocked with how good it was. Oh, yeah. It's amazing steak. And I think the amazing part of it is you look around the dining room and everybody has the steak. Yep. And it's still good. It's and still, it's still like, cooked the way you want yep. it. It's, it's impressive. They had a famous old fashioned there. And so I got that as well, which was really good. They had a good appetizer. Like that whole meal was perfect. And, and the whole family loved it. Everyone had a great meal there. Excellent. Excellent. Everybody stayed awake yep. and that sort of stuff. All right. That's good. Uh, there's your main dining, folks. And um, you did go to a few bars and lounges. Let's talk about the Hyperspace Lounge, which I have struggled with the name of and called it, you know, Sublight Lounge, which is on the Halcyon, not on the Wish. So Hyperspace Lounge, Derek, you finangled your way in. Well, I did. for And, and so I think uh, the Hyperspace Lounge, I, first off, I think it really is um, leftover parts from the Halcyon, like things that they didn't use. They're like, oh, we should squeeze this onto a cruise ship. Mm-hmm. It is Skyline, definitely, with the, the screens in the back. Yeah. Um, but 
reservations. So once you get on Disney's app, make your reservation you in the terminal. So and you were slower getting the terminal because Callum had a test. So. Yes, and so and and from what we so as soon as we get on board, I beeline right to uh, hyperspace and because I'm seeing on the app that there are plenty of times available, but it's not letting me make them. It just says problem, problem, problem. And I'm going to tell you, this is the worst job in all of Disney. All of it is the guy at hyperspace lounge having to tell everyone that the app doesn't work, that they are full. And there's a mob of people around him, like holding up their phones, like, Hey, I see the time on the app. And it's like, he's like, no, that's the app. That's an it problem. I assure you. He goes, we were full before boarding group one got on board. Right. Once you get in the terminal, you need to make your reservation. There's your PSA. Um, which is truly frustrating yeah, yeah, because this is something they promote on the oh Wish. Like gosh. every single commercial I have seen for the Wish has hyperspace lounge in it. So if you're not boarding group one, two, three, you're pretty much out. Well, it's and it's about getting into the terminal too yeah. fast. So it's report arrival time, which is a crapshoot these days. Um, the only way to get early port arrival times really is to be concierge. Yep. Um, you know, and that's annoying too for us non-concierge folks because yep. that is not me. Um, but, but I got in. You got in. I did. So I, I was walking by. I tried a couple times to get in there. I really wanted to get in to tra- check it out for the show. I'm walking by one time and a, and, uh, a family of three is standing there and they're like, nope, no room. And the family of three start talking to me. I'm like, oh yeah, I've tried to get in a couple times. It's really frustrating. You got to be, uh. You got to, you know, be bigger, higher up than me to be able to get in there. And they're like, well, we're a family of three. How about we're a family of four? And mm. I was like, oh, thank you so much. And they're like, hey, this is our fourth. And so I was like very sweet. And they and they bring me in there. Also, plenty of room for more people, by the oh, way, yeah. when I went in there. And so I got to give a huge shout out because here was the craziest thing, Doug. They, we sit down and they're like, hey, what do you do? And I go, I do a Disney travel podcast. And it's called Rope Drop Radio. And she goes, Oh my gosh, Doug's joke about the tendering the kids off the side of the ship on the Wish episode was one of the funniest things I ever heard. And I go, holy crap, you're a listener. She goes, oh yeah. And her name is Christina Metz. And she does Baking Memories for Kids, which is a nonprofit that we definitely want to uh, learn more about and be able to support on this Mm -hmm. show. Uh, Definitely really cool. They do a lot with uh, Walt Disney World. So how random is that though, Doug? I know. People everywhere. It is. So definitely very blessed to uh, go in there and I can give you my full review. It is not that great. No. And and keep in mind, we've been been on on the Halcyon. I've been to Oga's. I I, I keep having to throw that asterisk. But like, if you've been to Oga's, don't stress out about not getting into it, basically, would be my... It's the size of my closet. Why didn't they make it twice as big? It's... Bigger than some other venues, like Mickey's main sale. Okay, yeah, that's there. There I'm you go. Not gonna. We'll talk about uh, that here in my dislikes. yeah. That's an um, the the menu is not one I would make. Yep, it's a poorly constructed menu. They're more concerned about having you play on an iPad than drinking. 
I, I guess. So yeah, I had one beer, uh, got in and out so I can check it off the list. Definitely not my favorite lounge on mm-hmm. the wish. Probably what, not even in my top three. What was your favorite lounge on the wish? Keg and compass by far the bartender, Sam, who's got a, a great rep going online right now is one of the best bartenders period. All of Disney, uh, just a great place to drink, do trivia, have fun. I enjoyed it quite a bit. And then runner-up would easily be the Bayou. Was there live music ever in Keg and Compass in the evenings? Nope, not when I was there. No. And I, I was there in the, the evening, evening, yeah. Yeah. I enjoyed the live music in the, the Bayou. Yep, I watched live music in the Bayou. Um, I did enjoy having a drink with my wife at the Rose. So that was uh, adults 18 plus. Mm-hmm. And so that was really fun to be able to do just with her. And uh, we missed, um, uh, oh my gosh, I'm blanking on the name of the, the piano bar. Uh, we weren't Oh, Nightingales. Nightingales. No one was ever in there until the last night. It's like so always closed for private events. And it had a lot of with, private. So yeah, we yeah. missed that one. But all in all, I do like the variety of drinks and bars that they have on The Wish. That, that is a highlight for sure. Lots of lots of little places to yeah. go, and I think the reason they went with little spaces is on the the dream and the fantasy. You can go, and there can be ten people in something, and it feels empty. It does, and nobody likes being in an empty venue. It yep. feels bad. That's why minor league baseball teams started to build their own stadiums that were smaller. Right, yep. it, the two thousand people looks different in a little stadium compared to a big stadium. So. That's true. I think that's what they're going for, which at peak times is an issue. But crazy. the rest of the time, it, it does what it wants. Yeah. I don't know. It's weird, though. Um, what about Tritons? Did you ever? We went to Tritons uh, multiple times. And this is one of my biggest dislikes was how small Tritons is. So Tritons is where uh, they did all the karaoke um, that are the family karaoke. And... It holds about, you know, maybe, maybe 70 people. I don't It's tiny. And they're trying yeah. to, I mean, they're shoving us in. Like, it was ridiculous. Like, it's seating on the floor. There's no seats. Mm-hmm. I was so disappointed with uh, how small this venue was, especially for family karaoke, which was super right. popular. And That should only be in Luna. That We saw it in Luna. I mean, but it was in multiple places on our sailing. Thing. We only had it in Triton on ours. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Luna's where it belongs, right? Luna, it, it Luna just disappointed me the whole time because I felt like there was just most of, most of the time Luna was empty. They had a couple of weird dance parties and then one, how well do you know your mate? But then mm-hmm. the rest of the time Luna just sat empty. I'm like, why couldn't we do this in there? Don't know. Somebody doesn't know how to unlock the door or something. I guess. Uh, that person's at lunch. They got to figure some things out for sure on where to put the programming, how to move it around. But yeah, I've said it before. Cruise people, not not cruisers, but the the crew, very set in their ways, very traditional. Mm-hmm. Change is difficult it for is. them. And they're going to figure it out, but it's going to take a little time. All right. So that branched off the food. Um, we, you mentioned Pirate Night. I want to hit this real quick before we get to the rest of the outline here, Derek. The show for Pirate Night. I loved it. I love live music. I'm a sucker for it. Derek, you had a slightly different opinion. You said they fixed it, and I say they ruined it on The Wish. I say you never saw the worst version. Uh, I don't know, man. So uh, this is definitely geared for a Doug age audience. So this this whole show. How old do you think I am? You're in your 40s, Doug. 
42. Yeah. I'm yeah. still in my 30s. So the, the um, music they played is old to me. Okay. So this is definitely geared for an older audience. Here's mm-hmm. the thing. It's missing the Disney magic, the Disney touch to it. Yeah, Jack Sparrow comes out for like five seconds at the end. The pirate, the uh, fireworks show, fireworks. phenomenal. The Ph- music during phenomenal. Pirates is good. Yes. But the show leading up to it just felt like hairband, 80s rock. I mean, it was good music, but it just didn't have the pirate flair that I wanted. So you would have liked – so they do a cover of Yo-Ho, Pirate's yeah. Life, for me. You would have liked more Disney covers probably in that style. The, I, what I really want like is – Like Dropkick Murphy's style. Well, not even that. I, I want to see the, the Fab Five in their pirate gear out there. Oh. And we did get to see that. Uh, they were rehearsing later in the evening uh, with that. But um, I want to see more of the Disney magic in there, geared more towards the, the children. You're always Sorry. thinking about the children. I am, because I'm a big nine-year-old, both in height and maturity. <laughs> All right. Let's move on to not the fish extenders, Derek, but the wish extenders yes this was something truly magical on did, our did you have a thing to hook on your yes thing we that... did yep okay so uh our our custom one wasn't going to get done in time so we did uh buy a uh knockoff one from the store so uh we could at least put that up this is something we've been wanting to do um we we're in the group on the uh on the fantasy both fantasy sailings that got canceled so this is a highlight for sure. Like coming back to your room at night and my kids seeing our bags full and just opening them up and seeing all the gifts and and things that were in there. I mean, some of the people just went so far above and beyond pillowcases, bags, uh, AirPod holders. I mean, we got uh, candy and books and board games. What did you take for other people if you're part of the group? Don't tell me Rope Drop Radio business cards. Well... Yes, but also <laughs> we did a kind of we did a, a few different things. We did a custom pins. Uh, we did mints, uh, orange TikToks that we said were Olaf noses, uh, rope drop radio pens, and and a few other knickknacks. But uh, I realized right away that we under delivered compared to what people were putting out. I I honestly feel a little bad. There's for, some people that spend some serious money. I the pillowcases, I'm like, really guys, this is like taking it to the next level. I I, I promise I will be better on our next cruise. How many people were in your group? So it's organized through a Facebook group yep. and then they make subgroups. So was it like a group of 10 or so? Were they, what did they limit it to for you? You'll have to ask Madison on that oh, one okay. for sure. Because she ended up doing, uh, we dropped out and then we came back in last minute. But we easily, 10, give or take. Yeah, on, okay. On 10's ours. pretty common. Yep. I think so they do groups of 10. Like ours but had like, like 10 different groups of fish But like you have groups. ornament exchange, you have beer mm-hmm. exchange. Magnet um, exchange. Magnet exchange. So we'd always come back and have random magnets uh, adding to our collection on um, – and, and then we joined a uh, kind of the random pixie dust exchange as well. So um, whatever was left over and people just kind of dumped in our bag. And so I was, I was shocked. Um, I almost needed another suitcase for mm-hmm. the amount of things that we brought home. Which is why I – we don't usually participate because it's just it's a lot of stuff. So like especially like in Europe, I don't know how you get it to and from. It's just yeah, way we, too much work. We're gonna right? go bigger and better the next time. All right. All right. All right. Castaway. Beautiful weather, beautiful beach. Perfect. Day. What did you do? 
Well, I did something I've never done before that I've always said I wanted to do whenever I got back to Castaway, and that's parasailing. So I fly drones for a living, and I wanted to feel like a drone in the air. And uh, it was a really incredible experience. I loved it. Not worth the price for the amount of time that you're up in the air. It's 100, it was 100 and some for five minutes in the air. So that was a little rough, but I did enjoy it. It's been on my checklist for a long time. Knocked it off. A lot of fun to do that. And then the other excursion we did on Castaway was snorkeling, which I will recommend. Just bring your own snorkeling gear. My kids have really gotten into snorkeling. My, my dad lives on a lake, and they've been snorkeling in the summers and stuff like that with him. So I was like, yeah, let's finally. At, we dropped my four-year-old off at Scuttles. We took the older one snorkeling. We did have a lot of fun finding all the cool things under the water, Mickey and all the ships and all the fun things that you can find. So that was great. But um, I did not love the gear that I had on my face. <laughs> not a you just. I'm a certified scuba diver, so I'm used to like like my mask and, and snorkel. So I did not love the uh, Disney one. It was it was hurting. Yeah. yeah, if you really like yours, pack it, take it. You yep. can you can use theirs. You just have to put on the little vest. Yep. Have to wear the yellow vest, but you can. It bring was a last else. minute thing that we decided to do at Castaway. Because... Not a bad thing to do last minute. Yep. And you can always add it. You don't have to worry about it being sold out, anything like that. There was one time I was there where they were not allowing it because of weather, because mm. it was too windy. Mm, I'm like, I'm how I'm underwater, uh, right? Yep. I don't know. But it was so, it was the perfect day for us. And then uh, we spent way too much time at the splash pad, like we always freaking do. I do not understand why my kids are obsessed with the. Well, uh, you could do that in Lincoln, Nebraska. I know. Why not I know. Do it in the we, Bahamas. I mean, hours. We have spent. I've. I bet. Like we have spent more time at that splash pad than most. Uh, we're the one percent of people because it just every cruise we have done, we have spent at least an hour at the leaky, whatever leaky, whatever yeah. it's called. I it's just blows my mind that we do that. It's what the kids love, and you and love then, your kids is previously that, noted. True. Yes, and then cookies is always one of my favorite places to eat. I, oh my gosh, it's one of my favorite meals. Period. Is it? It is. Ribs, okay. potato Just salad. The ribs, all that ribs matters. Ribs are great. The all I mix all the salads up. So the mac salad, the potato salad, I mix them all up and just eat mm. them. It's good. Okay. Okay, I'll just take your word for it on that. Okay. All right, let's kind of start wrapping up. We'll hit a lot of broad topics here in this next part, but things that Derek loved about the Disney Wish. Well, one, I love getting back on a cruise ship after X amount of time. Uh, I did like the spa. I thought that was phenomenal. We did mention that. I love the uh, lounges and how they're spread apart. Um, I do love uh, the, I enjoyed the Aqua Mouse. Um, I did not enjoy the line for the Aqua Mouse. That just got beyond ridiculous. Um, I did enjoy the, uh, a lot of people complain about the pools. I actually like the split pools. It's kind of neat. It worked uh, out. I think. It worked out. Well, it worked out for me as a parent and, and just knowing each one had a lifeguard. My kids were safe. Uh, but the Toy Story splash pad on board, huge win for Callum, who's obsessed with Buzz Lightyear. So that was a good one. And that slide was phenomenal too back there in that area. Did all the kids do the Party Source Rex? I think so. Yeah. I did it up. too. Yes. Yeah. How was it? You did it. I did not do it. Oh, I, I did uh, it. It was, it was fine for what it was. 
The Aquamouse, though, that, that the the length of ride is definitely not worth the line that that ride can. I mean, half have. more than half the ride is going up a conveyor belt. Yes, and it's slightly uncomfortable because you're at an angle, like trying to sit up and look at things, and then it, you know, sprays you, and it's it, it's a choice. It they is. made some choices. They did, and I don't know that I'd make the same choice. The Aqua Dunk is consumer. still the best thing on oh, on anything. Ha- yep, the Magic a- Aqua bring, bring Dunk. That all day. And the best thing about the Aqua Dunk is so many people don't do it. Yep, the line's the never line's crazy. Not that bad. And especially you go at a low time. The yep. the only thing slowing you down is how fast you can climb stairs, which means exactly. Doug did not do it no, enough. He did not. Those stairs. Whoa. But Aqua Mouse, you can't ride solo. Yep. I, I think you can. Explain you can. That a so it, it all it sounded like it came down to weather. And so when it was a little windy or we were out on uh when the ship's moving, it was doubles only. Um, I think it sounded like when you're actually docked or like at, at Castaway, it can be solo. But yeah, we had to do uh, for safety. You always had. So I went with my two other kids, my older kids, and they're like, sir, you can't ride. And I'm like, oh, so I let my two gingers ride and I kind of cried. So that happens. Yeah, I finally got did. my wife to get on with me. Yeah. And what did she think about it? Same thing. We enjoyed it, but it man, how short it was! Is it really worth the? Uh, we I'm, thankfully oh, went yeah. at a time that it wasn't a long wait. And a correction already, it's not the party source Rex. That's the show. Oh, uh, it's the slide slide source Rex. Rex. <sighs> there you go. I'm gonna get fired, Derek. I'm gonna get fired. Sorry, guys. So, um, like the pool deck, that um. Good win there. Um, what other things did you like that stood out to you? Uh, those were most of my likes. Uh, well, I, we kind of covered all the others. Yeah, I know. We covered, we covered everything else. I'm ready to get to some of the dislikes, Doug. All right. What did you, what did you, what did you dislike? Okay. The first thing was the stupid, incredible, uh, inflatable. <laughs> this thing. And, Innovative. And, and, oh my gosh. Let's put an inflatable on a cruise ship. Here's Innovative. what annoyed me is like, we are like, yes, we got to do it. We got to do it for the show. I go there. The line's all the way down the stairs in the Marceline market. I'm like, are you kidding me? And my son forgot his key to the world. So I leave my son there. I go get his key to the world. I literally went to the bathroom. I think I went back and got another round of food. Come back. He has barely moved. He, I, I didn't end up doing it. I was like, I cannot wait in this line. He waited for over an hour to do a obstacle course at sea. And, and even he goes, that was not worth it. And there's other times, I guarantee you, you just walk right up and no one was there. I'm That's, sure. It's so bizarre. You know, the ebb and flow of foot traffic on a cruise yeah. ship is tricky. I would like to talk to a traffic engineer that could monitor foot traffic on a cruise ship, it'd be fascinating. Maybe I'll get my brother on that job, but uh, it, it would be interesting because when we were watching it, it was literally a walk-on. And it was you know later in the day on our Nassau day, so it should have been busy, but literally walk-on. So it's crazy that you had to wait that long. So, all right, what other things? Uh, buying gifts. Oh my gosh, the, the gift shop uh, is one of the smallest that I've ever seen. And did not have as much stuff as it could have had. And then you're taking all that space for Disney gifts that you could give to these signature million dollar watches and purses and bags. Like, I don't even get why. I I didn't even learn the names of these uh, places to shop because I never saw people go in there. And it just blew my mind. Right. When you're sitting at 
the bayou, the bayou. you look towards the theater, there's high-end shops on yep. both sides. Um, they looked empty the entire time for our cruise except for one time. And it was mobbed, packed in these high-end shops. And that was basically between shows, between Little Mermaid evening shows, mobbed. And I just people were buying crap left and right. So you know somewhere, Disney knows how to count money, right? I yeah, think they do. I think, though. They, they have a lot of my money. They have a square foot analysis I just, of I don't understand how much money can this make I never per saw square foot. anyone in the watch store every time I made a constant like, I saw look, watches purchased but I only know. at that one time okay um and uh you know they had to do a cost analysis and they shoved Mickey's mainsail up on deck five midship but it's kind of and more it's aft. tiny it's like a hallway it was always that elbow to elbow people it was not pleasant yep and like on our sailing, people were just grabbing stuff and holding on to it because inventory was also sketchy. Yep. Like there was only double X's and smalls and yep. some things. Um, did you ever go into the gift shop up on like the top deck? So there's a little gift shop up there um, on the pool deck. Oh, yes, yes, yes. On the pool deck one. Yeah, well, it's I like on the pool deck. I know what you're talking about. Yes, I love that one. It had all the custom shirts. I almost bought something in there. Yeah, that, yeah, I, I did see that one. By Marceline Market or by the on yeah. the opposite side of the uh, where you, gelato. We did buy gelato. Did you? From yeah. the uh, um, emotional or yes. what? The oh, inside my out gosh, gelato, inside basically. out shop. Yeah. Yeah, it looked good. All kinds of candy in there. Yep. So shopping was weird. Just was. weird overall. Um, we did spend a lot of money in Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique. I'll tell you that much, Doug. You did. Oh, the name of that shop is Dory's Forget Me Knots. Forget Me Knots. There you go. And the knots spelled like, you know, because you're on a ship. ship. Knots. Yep. Yeah. For Dory's Forget Me Knots. That's where I ended up getting the shirt that I looked for for three days. There you go. In the other store. Yep. And then they had it up there, crumpled up on top of a thing. I only Just, bought a pin because I spent way too much money at Bibby Bobby Boutique that I didn't have anything left to spend on souvenirs. I'm going to be honest. Michelle and I wore shirts home from the ship because I may have not counted right. That happens. Yeah. I may have done the same thing, Doug. Um, so you did Bibbidi Boppity. Nobody did the Tangled Salon. Nope. Right? No, untangled. Untangled, right? Yep. And then you have the, the barber Barbary. Shop. You didn't go uh, get it. I actually wanted to because I've been told by a couple cast members that if you like bourbon and whiskey, mm-hmm. you need to go in there and just drink and you don't have to get a shaver cut. You, you didn't get a chance? I didn't get a chance to. There's only so much time. There is. Uh, no, because we spent Eric. so much. At, so Bibby Bobbity, I will say, was a highlight because my daughter, literally we had not planned it before. So my daughter's walking by. It's just me and her. Um, and she goes, man, I remember doing Bibby Bobbity uh, Boutique on the Dream. And I was like, yeah, you were five. It was our first cruise. It was really a magical moment. She goes, I'm about to grow out of Bibby Bobbity Boutique, am I? And I'm like, yeah, you're a year away and you can't do it really. And she goes, can I do it one more time? And at that moment, I'm like, yes, absolutely. Here's my money, credit card. Let's go book an appointment. Yeah, so we go kid. in, book it. Uh, and um, I actually hung out with uh, our boy Ed from the show that we yeah, talked to. Ed. And and while my daughter and my wife had an incredible mommy-daughter experience, all the feels, all the emotions. Uh, I'll post a picture of uh, her, Bibbidi Bobbidi. But it's just like one of those moments where it's like, sure, take my money, my my tween is about to be a kid again and it was such a highlight and then we did callum did the 
Mickey. So mm-hmm. he got his hair all done in Mickey and did the sailor's outfit, which he wears constantly now and will might wear for Halloween. But that was a highlight because everywhere he went on board, people were like, Captain, 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 salute, <laughs> Captain. And he just got so used to saluting everyone. Every cast member awesome. treated him. I took him off the ship at Nassau, and we got some pictures in front of the ship. And, oh, my gosh, the way the cast members treated him when he was all uh, dolled up was was great. And all, and all the uh, characters as well. That's he told, great. He goes ca- to Captain Hook. He goes, I the real Captain. And Captain Hook thought that was great. So That was funny. Yeah. Um, have you gotten all the glitter out of everything yet? No, probably not. Okay, never. Once you're glittered, you're always. He glittered. was upset. Like we were on the airplane home, and he got mad because his glitter was out of his hair. And I'm like, I'm glad it's gone. <laughs> uh, the uh, other highlight I do want to say is we did see the shows and uh, playing off your episode, and uh, I enjoyed the shows that we saw. Uh, yeah. I, I I thought Little Mermaid was good. I. I didn't really need another version of Little Mermaid, but I, I wanted something original. But it still was a great mm-hmm. show. I don't know why people complain about it. I don't either. The effects it's... were incredible. Right. The projection mapping, like, they hold up a talent. scroll and they yep. projection map onto a I, I don't understand how that all works. That's impressive. Yeah. So it, the show was phenomenal. I My only complaint is that I wanted something unique and new to the ship that you yeah. can only see on the ship. And that's not the fault of anyone on that stage. And whenever Aladdin comes out, that's my same critique because we I've have seen it Aladdin. So, yeah. And if you've been on the fantasy, you've really seen Aladdin. There you go. Um, how about the first show, the oh, uh, Seize the Adventure or Adventures that's Away? I, that's goofy, the show for the magic. sailing. Uh, it's it, not the name at all, but go- goofy, there's a goofy show. Goofy learning how to sail. Um, that was, should be the name of it. There yeah. you go. I thought it was really great because you're introducing all the Disney characters when they come on stage. Oh, my gosh, it's Hercules. Round of applause. Peter Pan, round of applause. Elsa, round of applause. That is what I love. It's Crush. Oh, my gosh, round of applause. It got the energy. It is the perfect first day on board show. Yep. It was good. Yep. It was good. I don't ever need goofy singing, but that's a personal I thing. Phenomenal. I loved it. Hopefully Ryan's not listening and, and right then, now. And He'd be mad at me. Mickey comes on and it just... Everyone's like, yeah, the energy was perfect. Good. Shows were good. Um, the the crew in the shows were really good. Yep. Um, all right. Any other things you really liked? Are we ready? Oh, we're in the dislikes category. Yeah, I, the I, likes, I went back How to likes that... it, yeah. because I realized we didn't say anything about yeah. shows. How about um, go back to dislikes? Okay. The staterooms. I love the stateroom except. I, what I... didn't you the storage, or Store, was you know what? I, storage was fine. You didn't the need fridge, drawers. I didn't. Yeah, the fridge was weird because I kept opening it up, thinking that's where I stored my socks. Um, well, uh, jokes on you. You don't have socks. There. That's true. I didn't actually. So that's what I mispacked. Actually, so I'll get you didn't mispack it. My kids. So my kids all mispacked how many socks they need. So they took all of Dad. So Dad was uh, wore a dirty pair of socks home. Uh, I wore sandals the whole time I was on board. As one should. As I did, and my sandals still smell. But, um, yeah, Uh, the stateroom was fine. I I liked it uh, for what it was. Uh, The bump out was phenomenal. But yeah, you had right. that bigger balcony, right? You were on the peak of the bump out. It was. It was the bump out yeah. made it perfect. There's two of those peak bump out on each floor. Well, yeah. four, right? Both sides. Yeah. And then both sides. And yeah. so, uh, but yeah, you're right. The where you're storing the luggage under the bed had to be strategic. Had to put suitcase in a suitcase, and we unpacked and 
we got everything in there. So that was nice. You remembered all your chords? Yeah. You know what? For once we did. And Actually, what's funny is I really went above and beyond trying to make sure we didn't forget the ports. I overpassed <laughs> this time. so many ports and stuff yep. on that ship. The only weird thing is on the one side of the bed, they have the European plug instead of an American plug. Didn't bother me at all. But they have USB and USB-C yep. ports right Everywhere. there. So. Yeah. Yeah. A lot better than the Halcyon, I'll tell you that much. Oh my gosh, the Halcyon had like a plug. You couldn't even plug two things in because yep. they had them like, oh my gosh, that was... That was probably the biggest complaint of the Halcyon, I think, looking Somehow back. Somehow we got like, back to the Halcyon on this show. Always going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, All right, biggest, well, biggest dislike, though, is still you have, you advertise things uh, like um, the, uh, the lounge, um, the hyperspace lounge you can't get in. My other biggest, biggest, biggest dislike, mm-hmm. I'm a trivia fan. I love doing Disney trivia. That is what I want to do on board. And holy crud, could you not find tighter spaces to do Disney trivia? Like we went to the bayou and we're sitting on the ground, like literally at the yeah, feet of the person. Not a place I, to do I it. did Keg and Compass and I'm like, are we in a pandemic or not? Because I don't no. know. I'm literally licking the person next to me when I give an answer. Like, I could not believe how tight all like all trivia should be in Luna. And even Luna might yeah. not even be big enough. I don't know. That'd be a lot of people doing trivia. That'd be yeah. hard to win. It would be. But it just blew my mind at, at how little trivia spaces were given. Yeah. It, well, there's no medium-sized venue between Luna, which is huge. Mm-hmm. Like bigger than the tube, bigger than evolution type of huge. Yep. It is big. So you don't need that much room for trivia because if that many people do trivia, good luck. Yep. Like you're going to have to have perfect scores and tiebreakers and tiebreakers. Um, but the other spaces are so small because they're trying to be intimate that there there is nothing in between at all. I, I don't know what they can do to fix that. Maybe middle of the day main dining room have trivia. maybe i don't know get creative guys get creative that's all i can say to the crew that's about it so that that's my biggest dislike that frustrated me um and also it wasn't a theme park that that true also it's like hey why can i be elbow to elbow with everyone and then not hug a character on board so that that also is weird to me at times so all right well any uh parting thoughts from the seas derek i did not get seasick actually i did not feel any motion on the ship i am amazed at how smooth that sailing was good yeah they they have technology i heard the technology is even better oh yeah it's i I had a couple people ask me about that and i and because they they've heard the new uh technology stabilizers stabilizers. a little different yeah yeah there's been some yeah, big big changes that. on the I, stuff I you never, never know. go on a ship. I'm like, I didn't even feel like I was on a ship half the time. I forgot. So that's the great thing about cruising. Mm-hmm. Um, and the hardest part, of course, is getting off the ship, which I did talk about in our Oof. Patreon show. So if yeah, you that's that, a good one. You want to hear? You're gonna Derek. you have to have to go uh, into Patreon and my Derek. epic fails getting off a cruise ship. I mean, so you got off of it. I got off. It. You're gonna get off it. of it. Yes, they will get you off of it. Yes, they will throw you overboard to get you off of it. So uh, we did bush. So even though I am a parks guy, we we didn't. But we have the ten percent off. We will do another one sometime. When okay. don't know. Excellent. Maybe with you. Maybe that'll maybe. be the maybe. So there you go. That's uh the cruise in a nutshell. That's a big nut in a good shell. Okay. 
Well, guys, if you want to take a Disney cruise, you're going to have to go to www.touringplans.com travel. Click that Rope Drop Radio tab, and one of those amazing destination specialists would love to hook you up with a cruise. doesn't have to be Disney. It could be Royal uh, Carnival. No, Norwegian. Carnival. I've done Carnival. Yes. Don't do that. I mean, if but your any, shots are up to I, date. I guess, yeah, there you go. Uh, any of the cruise lines, you can absolutely do that and uh, be lo- on the lookout for the new cruise podcast Doug's going to be bringing out here and uh soon and yeah and be sure to leave a review help us get those numbers up especially if you're from canada thank you for the reviews and thank you guys so much for listening so for doug i'm derek this has been rope drop radio dcl edition